One, boom, live na. Yes, we're live. <laughs> Welcome to the powerful Comics Man podcast. Uh, yun, um, we're back, and it's a wonderful day today. Wonderful afternoon, kasi natapad na naman sa mga pangarap ko. <laughs> I still can't believe that uh, people uh, go out of their way. That these people that invite, which are awesome people, uh, I can't believe that they go out of their way to to visit me here in my studio and uh, do this. And ang ladies ko lang na na sometimes I wonder eh, so uh, the only reason that I could think of is that they they're really that passionate about what they do and uh, they want uh, their message to to be heard. Yeah. So so uh, I I'm really grateful to all of my all of my uh, uh, guest from uh, from the first time the first the first episode that I started having guests. Anyway, um, <laughs> you know um, uh, first of all, uh, if you're watching, um, uh, if you're watching, please you can uh, you can join the conversation by uh, by commenting. Uh, just ask us. Me and uh, especially my guests, just anything, anything that you want And please do share and like the page for more Pinoy podcast stuff. Uh, for more content na ganito, kung medyo sumakakay na sa ibang, <laughs> ibang klase na nakikita nyo everyday, uh, I think this, uh, this show is uh, a little bit unique uh, compared to what you can see normally on. Filipino media, either in social media or in mainstream media. Anyway, um, yeah, there's a we we are also in IGTV. I I upload uh, clips there, not full episodes because I'm buying full episodes. Uh, and but full episodes are also available in YouTube YouTube channel. Just search Comics Man uh, on any of uh, these uh, social media platforms. And you find this show, and uh, yon, and of course our forever uh, sponsor, <laughs> Yucha Luxcakes. Yulang, <laughs> uh, yulang uh, skill ko. Uh, I'll go ahead and introduce my wonderful guest. Um, uh, I heard one one time, isa sa mga favorite people ko in the internet uh, all over the world is Neil deGrasse Tyson, and he said in one of his talks na um, astrophysicists are literally one in a million. <laughs> so if you ever get the chance to uh, have to meet someone, that is the time to ask all your questions. <laughs> and for me, the time has arrived and I, uh, I am uh, proud and, and uh, deeply honored to, to introduce uh, Miss Reina Reyes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, Reina, of course, is a is a Filipino as 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 astrophysicist and data scientist, right? So one of our top scientists is in the studio, and uh, we can talk to her. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um. Well, Reina, you you uh, um, you. Uh, how I learned about you was uh, when I saw the the Rappler article. 
about the about your paper on Einstein's uh, uh, general relativity. relativity. Uh, that was, uh, you you discovered something about it. Tell us about that. Sure. Uh, actually, it's been a while. It was part of my PhD thesis. Um, it, um, yes, okay, so I'll, I'll tell you uh, about it. Basically, uh, Einstein's theory of general relativity uh, is the theory that, you know, that um, governs how the universe uh, evolves. Mm -hmm. So, in particular, how galaxies um, um, cluster together mm -hmm. and how the universe uh, expands. And yeah, it's expanding um, faster and faster. So, the expansion is accelerating. Wow. Mm -hmm. And it was actually a surprise for, um, for all cosmologists, mm -hmm. for the scientists, and the team that um, discovered this eventually won the Nobel Prize. Mm -hmm. um, so the question is, why is it uh, accelerating? So it is accelerating. So from the Big Bang, di ba, parang you would think na parang constant lang yung speed ng pag, uh, pag move ng mga galaxies. Right, yung expansion uh -huh. niya. And in fact, you, the expectation was it will slow down eventually mm -hmm. ah, because yeah. of gravity, gravitational effect. Diba? Gravity is always attractive. Mm -hmm. So if you have two masses, you are being uh, attracted in the Earth. So if you look at the cosmological scales, cosmic scales, Eventually, the, the matter will um, uh, attack one another, and the expansion will slow down. Mm -hmm. So, so that, that, was, that was the expectation. Mm -hmm. But in fact, um, what we found was that it was speeding up. Mm -hmm. And so the question is, um, how do we explain that? Um, and one of the um, explanations, and that's the most popular explanation, is that um, there's something scientists introduced this concept of the dark energy. Mm -hmm. um, but the fact that uh, we call it dark energy, dark means we don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. That's mysterious, right? Mm -hmm. But um, uh, basically, what it does is that it has like a repulsive force that counteracts gravity, mm -hmm. and that's what is making uh, the universe accelerate. Okay. Uh, but there are, there are alternative possibilities, right? And one possibility is that the theory that you're actually using um, could be wrong. Okay. So in this case, it's Einstein's theory of general relativity. So what if on cosmological scales, um, you have, in fact, an, a different theory, an alternate theory of gravity, which predicts the acceleration. Oh, okay. And then some theories are, uh, uh, have proposed such theories. Mm -hmm. So they're called right now they're called other theories of gravity. and um, in fact um, we haven't really so of course general the general theory of relativity has been um, explicitly tested um, and in fact um, um, we need to use general theory of relativity to make calculations to make um, corrections to the calculations. Um, for example, for our GPS satellites, okay. the they uh -huh. use directions to get to mm -hmm. space. Mm -hmm. So, um, because those satellites are already in orbit, mm -hmm. um, their gravity 
is different from the gravity here on Earth. Yes. So here the surface of the Earth. And so there are what we call uh, relativistic corrections. Yes. Uh, in the time, in fact, time is um, slower if you are in a stronger gravitational field. Um, so you have to correct for that. And um, and we do that, um, and it works physically. Um, it has also been tested in the solar system scales, mm -hmm. and of course, to explain what pulsars, black holes, their gravity is very strong. Uh, but in the cosmic scales, um, there have been uh, few or actually not, not a lot of um, tests of gravity. So you, our paper, the proposal was, uh, it's a proof of concept that will actually test gravity on uh, cosmological scales. So these are the scales between the axes. Um, and that was, uh, uh, and that's what we did. And we um, published the result uh, as a proof of concept that you can actually test gravity on cosmological scales. And with our results, you see um, around 70,000 galaxies in a slow sky survey. Mm -hmm. Um, 70,000? Uh, 70,000 galaxies in our sample, and that's actually the reason why we're able to do this <laughs> because of the availability of this data. Um, we can, ah, well, we actually um, measured one quantity um, that's called E sub G, um, and that quantity um, is predicted to be a certain value by Einstein's theory general relativity, uh, 0.4, and then in other alternate theories, the value could be lower or higher, it could be, it could be different. And how does it affect to uh, higher or lower? So basically, it's the prediction of the theory. So in the other theories, for example, the, the, it's the ratio of two different um, there are two different gravitational effects. One is called um, clustering, which is how close together the galaxies are. Okay. And you can measure that from the 70,000 galaxies. And then there's another gravitational um, effect uh, that's called lensing, gravitational lensing. Lensing, powers of black hole, powers interstellar. Device. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But light is uh, bent yeah. uh, by gravity. Just like a glasses bent light. Is it, so is it observable? Is yes, yes. Yes, yes. Oh. So the, the spectacular um, examples of these are what are called strong lens, strong lensing uh, regime because it's very strong. So basically the whole galaxy is um, squished into arcs. So what we see, the images we see are uh, arcs. Mm -hmm. But they are um, basically galaxies in the back in the background mm -hmm. uh, that are lens by a foreground galaxy or galaxy cluster, and so we see the arcs. Okay, can you uh, can you uh, see if you if you can find images of that lens? <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, I, oh, we have we have we have uh, there are Hubble images, uh, strong just, uh, lensing, and then we can show it in uh, the video. Pag pag may na, pag may narinig ka na na ano? Uh, just uh, mag Google Google ka lang para may uh, uh, gravitational uh, lens. Oh, in real time, lensing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's uh, almost a full circle arc. Yeah. 
So that's actually a galaxy in, in the back, yeah, in the background. Mm -hmm. But you see, it has been um, squished uh, to an arc. It's, it's just an image. It just what? appears like an arc. Oh, yeah, that's almost a complete arc. Wow. So yeah. basically, what's that? Um, you, you parang sabit sabit na. Ano siya? It's actually another galaxy that's closer to us. It's an elliptical galaxy mm -hmm. uh, that, it, that is serving as the lens. So the gravity of the elliptical galaxy, that red galaxy, mm -hmm. yeah, is is causing the image. Um, from yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, that's a good uh, that's a good illustration because then here, uh, you see the galaxy at the back. Um, the light you go that you again? see here on Earth will be um, less. Okay. Ah, so basically that, that star in the middle, uh, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a galaxy pala. Mm. So meron pang galaxy sa likod. Mm -hmm. ah, yung, yung, yung mga light na nakapalibot doon mm -hmm. is light from the galaxy, galaxy behind. Right, exactly. Oh. And it's actually also um, what is, uh, magnified by the lensing effect. Wow. So this is actually one of the ways we can see far away galaxies because the most far away galaxies, right? Because they just happen to be less by galaxies that are near to us. So those are the so they're like magnified. Yeah, so th these are uh direct uh this is uh uh dito? Parang demonstration to no gravity. Oh yes, I, I oh, I, gravity. yeah, in fact um Einstein's theory of gravity was um, proven first, I mean confirmed uh, by the gravitational lensing effect of the oh, of the of a star mm -hmm. by the sun. Ah, yeah. So during it's the solar eclipse, uh, yeah. and then editon. So actually, Newton's theory of gravity also predicts the lensing. Mm -hmm. So the difference is just a factor of uh, one half. Mm -hmm. So the actual angle mm -hmm. of the deflection, mm -hmm. um, now I don't remember which way it goes, if it's twice, I think it's one half for the general relativity. Mm -hmm. It's half as small as the prediction of Newton's theory. And because they predicted that it was mm, half like what was expected, or in a way, or another way, it is what it was um, consistent with what general the then that's how we confirm theories, right? We have different theories and they have different predictions for certain phenomena. For many phenomena, they would have the same prediction. Mm -hmm. Like Newton's theory still holds in the regime of uh, relatively weak gravitational fields, like for the Earth and mm -hmm. for the solar system. Mm -hmm. So, but there are regimes where they would be different, or there are certain uh, phenomena observations that they would be different. And, as, and then scientists would want to make those observations and compare it to the predictions. And then um, the observation, which observation would um, um, be consistent with the prediction, would uh, tell you which theory is more correct. Wow. And so that's actually the, the same idea that we are measurement with the paper. Because basically, the idea is there, there are these different theories of gravity, mm -hmm. and they have different predictions for this E sub G, um, okay. and they, uh, which 
Israel explaining is the ESAG is actually a ratio of the clustering and the density effect. Okay. So the different theories have different <laughs> ratios. Could have different ratios. And this is a question, right? What does this mean? So basically, it comes out of the theory what this uh, uh, ratio is. And then the measurement um, is directly measured from the galaxies, the atomic observations. And then you can compare if they are uh, consistent with the theory's predictions. Wow. And what we found is that they were consistent with the uh, Einstein's general theory of relativity. So you were testing then with uh, Newton's the, 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 the. Well, um, not anymore because we know now that generally it is um, more, more precise. precise or more correct. Uh, of course, we can go through the philosophy of science of what does it mean that that is more correct. But at least we know that in this regime, uh, Einstein's theory is our best theory. But we are also comparing with alternate theories of gravity. But the habit there is that these alternate theories of gravity are still also um, being developed. And so it's not even clear what their predictions are. That's how like new they are. Uh, although some of them, uh, some simple, the simplest ones are called F of R theories, which essentially uh, generalize Einstein's theory of um, general relativity. So like in the Einstein's equations, there's a, a quantity that's called R. It's actually uh, Yes, it's called the Ricci constant. And so in Einstein's uh, equations, there's, it appears as R, mm -hmm. but you can come up with uh, another theory where it's a general function of R. So you, that's why it's called F of R. So F of R, the function, like of X, I used to remember high school Confirm that uh, the universe is actually expanding and accelerating. Oh, Mm -hmm. You look out in space. 
um, we're actually looking backward in time. Yeah. Right? Because uh, it takes time for light to reach us. Because, yeah, uh, it's actually astonishing, but light has, travels very, very fast, but it has a finite speed. It's around 300,000 kilometers per second. So, for example, this light over here uh, would reach our eyes uh, in one nanosecond. So, for us, it doesn't matter, right? But let's say one nanosecond. Ah, okay. And in fact, what the media you're seeing is not me now, right? But one nanosecond ago, because ah, yeah. it takes time to reflect mm -hmm. to your eyes. Mm -hmm. uh, and then as you go to astronomical distances, that becomes so um, the moon is like half a second mm -hmm. to get to us, and then the sun is uh, eight minutes away, or eight uh -huh. light minutes away. So, from the shutdown, the sun eight minutes bago, bago exactly, exactly. Eight minutes before we know. Uh -huh. we know. Uh, and even gravitationally, um, it's gravitation, gravity also travels at the uh, light speed. Yeah. Actually, gravity uh, uh, has a limit of, uh, we cannot travel faster. Signals can, signals can travel faster than the light. Mm -hmm. But again, that's based on Einstein's linear mm -hmm. uh, relativity. Uh, and so far, uh, we have not seen any um, evidence that the, that, that we've broken, right? Um, there have been claims that so anyway, um, um, now we go to stars, and it's um, the stars that we see at night uh, would be thousands, hundreds of thousands of light years away. So we would see them as they were hundreds of years ago, thousands of years ago. And then finally, to go to that space, then they would be, it could be millions to billions of uh, light years away from us. Mm -hmm. And so when we study the galaxies, like the seven galaxies that I talked about, mm -hmm. we, would act, we would actually be studying um, an earlier epoch um, of the universe. Mm -hmm. Especially if you go, actually, what we study are actually relatively nearby. Uh, but we could go, especially um, using a supernovae mm -hmm. or these lens galaxies, and we could go even billions of years. Um, ago. And so, and then, and then as you sample, like, as you observe different galaxies that are different distances, you can actually place um, the, um, well, in this case, the expansion of the universe. But you can also actually see uh, how galaxies evolve over uh, time because you are seeing them at this time, at a different time in the universe's past. Okay. So one analogy, it's just an analogy, but it, it's like uh, archaeology. So it's called like galactic archaeology, right? Because in, in, in archaeology, when you dig down deep uh, in, the, in the ground, right, as you go deeper, you can see uh, species fossils mm -hmm. from an earlier time on Earth. Yeah. Um, but that's, I mean, that's because they are. Uh, uh, they were but uh, you just uh, you keep tying up right mm -hmm. here it's really because of the speed of light and it's um, um yeah and it's lucky right because that's just so happened to be the way you can study cosmology because um because we can observe the past from where we are if we look out at far with the galaxies and um, of course, 
there are there's more detail, there's always more detail because these are always technical. But basically, these supernovae, uh, we can also um, we know their luminosities, um, and so we can tell their distance. And then there, and then from the red shifts, um, in shifts of the in the spectrum of the light that we observe, we know how their velocities uh, relative to us, which is like the man the analogy. And this is really the same, the Doppler shift. In the ambulance, right? In the ambulance, when the ambulance um, is moving towards you, the pitch of the siren becomes higher. And as it moves towards you, yes, so the pitch um, depends on the velocity on the of the of the of the of the moving of the source of the of the sound in this case the ambulance uh, relative to you mm -hmm. so you can tell from the pitch if it is moving towards you or moving away from you oh, okay. and in the same way um light also experiences the same thing it's a way just like mm -hmm. sound but light um uh, what changes is the frequency and that changes as a in our eyes uh we see that as color so, if it's something is moving towards you, um, the frequency would be higher, uh, just like the frequency of sound is higher, you hear it as a high pitch. For um, light, um, uh, it moves towards the blue. So, the spectrum is uh, red to blue, um, just like in the rainbow, right? Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, violet. So, so, that's from low frequency to higher frequency. The blue is high frequency. Relatively red, yes. Uh, and then more, and then if you go to even higher frequency, that becomes uh, ultraviolet. It's called ultraviolet light. And then you cannot see it anymore, right? It's beyond the visible oh. spectrum. Got but it. it's what gives you uh, sometimes and um, skin, uh, skin cancer. Yeah. <laughs> You're not protected from UV rays. Um, Right. So anyway, you when 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 the the star or the supernova or that is moving away from you, um, then the light would be shifted. The frequency of the light would be shifted um, lower or towards the red. So we call that redshift. That's what we call redshift. Okay. Um, and redshifts actually measure um, the distance we. Uh, astrophysicists and um, cosmologists use redshifts to measure distances because of the expansion of the universe. So the higher the redshift, the farther away it is from us, the faster it is moving away from us mm -hmm. because of the uh, expansion. Um, so using the redshifts um, and the distances actually would, because it's not, well, that's what we found, it's not constant. But we can trace how fast the universe is expanding at different times um, by comparing the redshifts and the distances to faraway objects. In this case, uh, supernova. And what? And then, and then actually, you sort of um, fit, fit those observations with um, different scenarios from general theory of relativity that we have, and it, it won't get um, unless you add this dark energy component, which makes the universe accelerate. Yeah. 
Ah, and it's okay. only happening now. So the way it fits, uh, the best model that fits, so basically we are living in the epoch or this is the age where um, we say the dark energy is starting to dominate over the matter. And so um, the expansion is starting to accelerate. It's just starting to accelerate. And um, if, we believe, if we believe that this model is behold, then it will continue to accelerate to the future. Um, and that will be the fate of the universe. So before, the thought was that it would eventually slow down or it would quickly then um, reverse itself and collapse. Mm -hmm. So that's so the problem. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's a maximum and then uh, it would collapse. So that's what we call the big crunch. Okay. Uh, but now that we moved out because, oh, wow. because of the... Because of the... Because of the... Because of the acceleration, right? So it's not slowing down. So therefore, it cannot go back. So now the most possible scenarios, if, yeah, if, if this holds, is that it will keep expanding. And it depends on how strong the dark energy is, it depends on the model, then yeah. But if it's the strong kind, then it will eventually um, even accelerate faster and faster. And, so, and until all the fabric of space-time drifts apart. So this has been called the big myth scenario. Uh, what the how would <laughs> you not even know what the fabric is the case I whatever it is. Um how would you visualize that happening? How would uh space time rip? Yeah, you know, it's, it's actually very science fiction oh, uh, 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 um, regime or area, but um <laughs> the, well because essentially when they play out the scenario, it's like um, um, of course objects will rip themselves apart and then the atoms that make up those objects would also rip apart right? until you get to the very end, which we don't know what it is, but if um, what is left is space time that there is, oh. um, it itself will also be apart. I mean, that's the, well, that's, the, the, the that's, a, that's a, there's a lot of things that we're, dark matter, from, from what I know, it's, parang, it's just, parang, okay, we not to dark matter. That's why, that's why it's also called dark, right? oh, so right, two, um, big components of the, content, energy content of the universe that in fact dominates the universe uh, and we don't know uh, much about them so that's the dark energy which are three-fourths of the energy content of the universe given uh, these uh, observations and then the dark matter which is uh, around 5% uh, uh, sorry, 25% so actually 20 how do you say that? Ah, so I think it's exact, yeah so it's not exactly like 72% and then like 5% and so you are left with some uh, 3% or 2% or less than 5% of the normal matter. Of the, actual, of the actual things that we see in the universe. Right, right, yeah. exactly. And that makes us up so the gravitational elements, if you If you think about how how crazy big yung mga objects uh, 
outside, di ba? Tapos, right. tapos they're just... And then it's only a small fraction of what... What is that most interesting part, at least as far as we're concerned? Uh, but the evidence for the dark matter is incontrovertible because, of course, there are still, um, still um, scientists or there are still alternate theories uh, that try to that, that say that dark matter is not uh, really real. But, oh. yeah, uh, and they also try to explain the effects of dark matter to alternate theories of gravity. But in smaller scales, because we see these um, dark matter effects in, um, in galactic scales. Um, so they, um, it's harder to argue that. Um, but basically, um, we see when we measure um, many things, like velocities, uh, lensing, for example, um, the effect of the gravity is smaller and it's much larger than if it was only due to the stars or the things that we see. So, okay, so yeah, the, 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 the effect of, of, of um, gravity. the gravitational effect that we see um, in the lensing and the velocities right, depend on the mass of the galaxies, for example. So you calculate that mass, it turns out to be like 10 times bigger than what you would expect from just the stars. Because we know what we would expect from the stars because we can see the light and then we can sort of estimate how much mass there is. That's how you find out the mass of a star? Because of the light, you observe the light? But that's one way to estimate it, right? But the problem is, when you actually compare that, you are one tenth off. You're missing mass. You're missing a lot of mass. And that's why, that's what we call the dark matter. The dark matter is what is that mass there that you cannot see, but is causing these gravitational effects. So dark matter is only effects, at least, I mean, yeah, by definition, is um, gravitational. Make mm -hmm. uh, Tayo as individuals, any kind of uh, matter, mm -hmm. may, may dark matter pa tayong kasama? Ganun ba yun? Um, not as us, but there's, there are dark matter particles around us right now. I mean, that's the idea. That's, uh, if the dark matter particle is like a, the, is a fundamental particle, so it's us, um, it's an elementary particle, like a, an action or a... So, so there's dark matter all around us, but it doesn't interact um, electromagnetically. So it just, uh, we just pass through it. And so, um, Yes, that's the idea. So, so there are experiments that are deep underground that are trying to detect the dark matter particle, and that would, and if they do that, then they would, um, now um, get, get evidence that this dark matter particle exists. And in fact, they characterize it is. Parang nakapagpalang nakahuli na yata sila. 
The problem is that they've been trying for uh, nearly a decade and they're not getting, uh, they haven't found anything. But they have, um, they have, of course, um, they have improved the limits. So, so if it was this, for example, this one, it would, if it had these properties, they would have had detected it already. Mm -hmm. So they have, um, say, uh, ruled out a lot of the parameter space where theorists are saying this dark matter particle could be. Ah, okay. So in the eliminate the Ah, they eliminate the limits. Ah, okay. They have to improve the experiments and creating more sensitive instruments. Mm -hmm. Individually, the tests longer, etc., etc. You got um. So so now. Um, it's either they say they find it within the next few years or a decade, depending on how optimistic you are, or you have to now start entertaining other possibilities because where the theories say they are, mm -hmm. uh, or the, where, the, where it could be found, um, it wasn't found. Is that matter part of the string theory? Um, Still in under high energy physics. Ah, okay. So high energy physics. Hindi siya quantum physics. Well, quantum, it is quantum physics. Oh, pero not strings. Strings are more, uh, uh, ano ba? Speculative. Yeah, string theory is not has had, has no evidence. Ah, yeah. Oh, pero all these quantum quantum field theory, mm -hmm. uh, particle physics. So these particles are being uh, observed and created in these uh, accelerators. So in this whole, I'm not, not familiar with that because that's not my field. But basically, in this um, theory, there could be uh, these different uh, particles mm -hmm. and uh, elementary particles, mm -hmm. and there are so-called dark matter candidates. <laughs> like uh, uh, the ba? Oh uh, yes, and then there there's a whole family in practice space, and that's why the experimenters are just um, ruling out uh, part of this parameter space. Uh, what are, what are bakit bakit nila hinahanap tung dark matter na to? Uh, what could be the potential use of uh, this uh, of harnessing? Are we planning to harness it or we're no, just understand no. it right yeah, now? No, I mean. At this at these levels of oh, questions, like oh. even why are you trying to prove isensitive generative? It's not for uh, practical use, mm -hmm. right? It's really driven by curiosity, because as you, it's like a detective story, right? Mm -hmm. So, for, for example, we found that dark energy. I mean, we found that there was accelerating, mm -hmm. and so now you need to explain why, and then you find this missing mass, and you call it the dark matter. Now we want to find out what it is. Mm -hmm. So that's the uh, goal is <laughs> to well, figure, figure it out. I see. So, so well, maybe the, maybe maybe pag, pag, uh, when the time comes that kung aabotay we we can go out of the earth and go to to uh, know, interstellar travel time. Oh, maybe, no, maybe. yeah, definitely. Definitely. You could argue that um, yeah, a lot of the basic. Um, sciences, mm -hmm. I know a lot of the uh, discoveries that were made decades ago or hundreds of years ago yeah. uh, were not made for practical use, but just to figure things out. Mm -hmm. uh, and eventually, they were able to use. And in fact, all of the 
technology, of course, it oh. used today. Uh, it's not possible if you did not understand. Well, actually, it depends case to case, really, because sometimes it's really the practical application, the technology that comes first, the invention that comes first, and then it takes time to understand why it works. Oh, uh, but it's still uh, um, eventually explained by science. Or I remember the story of Michael Faraday um, when he invented the first uh, motor. Mm-hmm. Uh, he figured out uh, how to make the, the the thing to move around continuously. Dati kasi parang titigil. <laughs> Sa kanya, napatuloy-tuloy niya. Tapos nung when he presented that, uh, that invention, Sabi dong, uh, whoever that that guy in charge was. Sabi. So, ano gagawin natin dyan? <laughs> sabi, uh, si Michael Faraday, ang sabi niya ba, I don't know, hindi ko rin alam. Pero, ang alam ko, one day you're gonna tax it. <laughs> diba? One day you're gonna tax it. So, diba? And now, it, it uh, jump-started the industrial revolution. Lahat ng mga moto, engines are based on that. Design, Although you can argue that some people argue also that we have achieved this stage where we've gone so um, so far from the everyday world, mm-hmm. at least in physics, right, uh, in cosmology, that that we have gone far beyond what would be uh, practical, at least for our generation. But of course, you move. If you're really thinking far, right, um, and you're thinking about warp drives and all of that, oh. then of course you need more, you need to push the boundaries of, of what we know now. Okay. Um, but in comparison, let's say biology now is actually in the stage where, so they say the quantum age of physics is done, and now it's the quantum age of biology. Mm-hmm. Because now the, the discovery in biology will actually make the, the biggest impact for our society, our society, understanding. You can be an baby no? to your exact specifications. Yeah, but, <laughs> uh, so, and also, we yeah, have a lot of, um, um, yeah, a lot of ethical issues. Oh, in the but basically, it's because, yeah, um, the the, the 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 knowledge and the technology um, is um, right for these um, advances um, that could impact us now. Um, yeah, I, just to contrast it with let's say dark matter uh, particle discovery would not impact us anytime soon. Yeah. Parang yung te- like, like, like the technology that you base basis ng uh, ng internet technology well, has has been figured out in the 30s yata tapos ngayon natin nagagamit to its full potential. Oh, right, because the technology has to also be oh. there. <laughs> so so uh, I I would like to ask you naman um, how did you did your journey in science start? Paano ka naging curious? Have you always been... Uh, yeah, yeah. I, think, yeah, I think from... I, I don't remember much, but 
uh, even as a child, mm -hmm. I was um, fascinated by questions. Mm -hmm. And then uh, when I was growing up, it was still like we had encyclopedias, all about internet. But uh, in, when I was in grade school, that was the first um, Encarta CD. I still remember that. Oh, okay. so the new, uh, well, the new age. Oh, I got, I got the CD. Um, and then, and then, like, I guess, uh, programs, uh, PC, uh, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. see the planets, you know. Yeah. So pre-internet age. Um, but um, I also tell a story that when I ask these questions. I was lucky because my parents, my mom, in particular, um, they encourage asking questions and, and finding answers. So, for example, let's look for it in a book or let's buy a book that's for astronomy um, to answer these questions. And so, um, um, na encourage naman. Although at that point, I had no idea that I could be a scientist. So, it's not part of my. Uh, about when they ask you, what do you do when you grow up? Mm -hmm. um, so I, I had answers like, uh, I want to be an architect. Mm -hmm. So I pizza and I want to go architecture mode. And I want to be like, well, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, I want to be a lawyer. With a family lawyer. Na also And then eventually business. Because my parents were in business. Mm -hmm. uh, Chinese. Only in high school. Um, so yeah, in 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 elementary, um, I did also science, and so I go. I I represent the science recipes. So, <laughs> and then I learned about the Philippine Science High School, which is a school that for science. So I wow, I want to uh, enroll there. So I told my mom, and then. They were not familiar with it because we didn't know anyone who went there, but he, she did research at home, you know, and then so I actually applied. Besides the end? Besides the demand. And then I got in, and that's where I was more exposed to science as a career. And so eventually, um, that became my goal uh, that I wanted to be a scientist. Uh, and there also, um, I decided I want to. Now, my favorite science subject was physics. So I decided that I would go into a physics degree in college. Mm -hmm. And then from there, and then also there you learn that it doesn't stop in college because um, to become a scientist, you need to specialize mm -hmm. in graduate school. So from there, I also aimed at um, doing a PhD. Mm -hmm. uh, and eventually, I uh, did my PhD in astrophysics at uh, Princeton. Um, um, and yeah, that's my sort of the, the journey from yeah. grade school to uh, PhD. Yeah. Uh, so you're done with your PhD, no? Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, in 2011, so it's been uh, yeah, seven years. Uh, so when you did the the your paper, you were still studying? Yeah, uh, part of my So how were you? Actually observing these uh, these uh, galaxies uh, from a telescope. Hmm. So the the uh, Sloan Digital Sky Survey is is like a automated um, 
survey. Of course, there are still people, but basically, it's been it's programmed to to scan the sky mm -hmm. every night. Uh, it's a one of that was one of actually the revolutions. This so-called big data revolutions in in the field in, a, in astronomy in particular is now uh, you don't have to observe it, all the galaxies yourself. Mm -hmm. So before that, you have to observe and then you can maybe do twenty galaxies, fifty galaxies, seventy galaxies, mm -hmm. right? But now because of the survey, uh, they were able to do like hundreds of thousands, so maybe a million, a couple of millions of galaxies over a period of five years. Like wow. And so now all of this data is, is processed also. Uh, of course, there, there's a team that processes it. Mm -hmm. And then as a researcher, you can just now download the data. Mm -hmm. And in fact, you can um, do your own processing. And that's what we did. Um, but for my thesis, I also did follow-up, what I call follow-up observations. Mm -hmm. So on those galaxies that were part of the survey, mm -hmm. we uh, targeted them, mm -hmm. and then I actually um, did my own observations for 99 galaxies. <laughs> this is in my thesis, my paper there. I ended up getting 99 galaxies mm -hmm. um, doing a different observation called slit spectroscopy. What? So that's Say why that I had to do, that's why I had to do more observations. So it's called slit spectroscopy. So there's a slit. Uh, that's why it's slit. Like there's a slit, like a rectangular uh, hole uh, that you have to position uh, near the diameter the diameter of the galaxy. And then spectroscopy is um, is uh, you get the spectrum and you break down the light into two Exactly, as you talked about earlier, mm -hmm. to get the redshifts. Mm -hmm. And with the redshifts, you can actually get the, the velocities, the velocity curve or rotation curve of the galaxy. Okay, no. Uh, <laughs> but then it's, the, 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 the whole thing, there also is that I didn't have to be in the telescope. Because the telescope is now, uh, can be remotely, we call it remote observing. Mm -hmm. So I was at Princeton, the telescope was at New Mexico. And uh, I, of course, I have to stay up at night because it's at night. Yeah, it was something like that. Yes. Okay. Um, these are the different wavelengths. Nakita ko yun. Have you seen the Neil deGrasse Tyson's uh, Cosmos uh, series? Ah. Oh. Parang he he talked about this. Eh. Parang tapos uh, when when it was discovered. Uh, so what you light spectrum did? Diba kay, ano yun, kay, uh, kay Newton siya. Mm -hmm. Pero he wasn't able to do the next step. Tapos somebody else did it. I forgot the name. Tapos uh, doon niya nalaman yung mayroon pa palang mga, yung mga lines. lines mm -hmm. diba? Absorption lines. Oh. Tapos ang, ang fascinating is through these lines, you can tell the composition of the, of the, the star and the planet. What? <laughs> it's mind-boggling. It's mind-boggling. Because there are signatures of the different atoms. Oh, my. Depending on the color. And then it's all shifted. So, you know, you shift the lines, absorption lines that exactly layered are what we can use to tell the velocity, the redshift of that star. You can also... Uh, because the, the, the velocity, the speed? Yes, because of the shift in the lines. Ah, because you know, you know what it should, where it should be mm -hmm. here on Earth. And then you 
but you find it somewhere else mm -hmm. because it's red shifted. And then the uh, amount of the shift tells you how fast it's moving away and towards. So that's what exactly that's what uh, uh, we measured uh, using this spectroscopy uh, to get the location curves of these galaxies to study the dark matter in there. Because you can compare it with the light, and then you say, again, we actually detect the dark matter through the location. Thank God for people, smart people like you and, uh, and others who, uh, you, who came before you guys. Because if, if, when I see that kind of another, you like it. I'm good to know. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. From what I saw, it's a showing, it's a cosmos. It's a battle cosmos. So the. Well, they were testing the light of the sun. Mm -hmm. That was uh, he he used um, uh, 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 magnifying glass. That was the best. Can you discover yung yung uh, infrared? Because there are mga tests that they have infrared that can react to light. That was this. This is some paper. Wala naman siyang nakikitang light kasi parang blue da, yung uh, uh, meron sa dulo na nag-react din pero wala siyang nakikitang light doon. Oh, Kaya so ba, yan, infrared. Yung infrared. Oh, yung is the frequency below red. Oh, uh, right. So kaya siya infrared. Sa so, violet naman, exposure violet. Because, oh, uh, because it's next to what we can see, right? Oh, uh, but then it goes all the way, right? So, microwaves, radio waves. And then, that's below red. So astrophysics is uh, basically without yung mga ginawa nga ni Newton na to. Kasi, ewan ko, correct me if I'm wrong. Whoever... On what we... From, from the lights. Kasi that's mm. what... We, you can't go to that. Exactly. To that place, no, right? no, exactly, exactly. Astronomy is like very special because we cannot do experiments. Mm. Uh, because you cannot have a galaxy in a lab. Uh, and all we can observe are photons, which are these you know, particles of light that have traveled billions or millions of years mm -hmm. and that we capture in our telescopes. So the instrument is a telescope yeah. um, that has a mirror. Again, it's Newton, it's Galileo, right? Mm -hmm. The first uh, telescope used to observe astronomical phenomena. Uh, this is a light, it's a mirror to capture the light. Mm -hmm. And then. <coughs> Uh, lenses to direct the light, and then uh, camera uh, to measure the light. Yeah. And now, of course, technology is from a film to digital, mm -hmm. as, as we saw in the consumer cameras as well, right? So CCD chips mm -hmm. in our uh, digital cameras, uh, we just have big ass versions of that in the telescopes. Wow. Grabe, no? <laughs> But it's fascinating talaga that people figured these things out. Because I don't know, it takes a special kind of mind to go beyond what you see. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, naging rainbow. Mm -hmm. uh, you mga scientists would ask, "Bak naging rainbow?" Mm -hmm. And the uh, ask the questions. Mm -hmm. Or you ask. We're looking for an explanation. Uh -huh. And it turns out that the explanations 
are mathematical. There's no, 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 what, I mean, it couldn't have, I mean, you could imagine that it was exactly right. It mm -hmm. could have been, I don't know, something else. Uh, but it turned out to be, but, but it turned out, turned out that we could um, explain the world around us using mathematical equations. And that's what scientists are um, study. Um, and um, it's been successful. And a lot of, a lot of uh, theories, like especially Einstein's, you can't really, he made predictions based on mathematical discoveries, but math, math, mathematical, um, uh, mathematically, it says the black holes are possible, so they must be there. Mm -hmm. And mathematically, the lensing, right? Mm -hmm. So math, in this case, is the language of science. Mm -hmm. uh, not a person, I mean, math, math can describe other universes, uh, in a way, like, or other laws. But we don't see in 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 the in the our universe. Mm -hmm. But the physicist Einstein figured out which mathematical formulation mm -hmm. would be um, consistent, or I don't know, it's consistent. But he just imagined that that would describe gravity, for example. Uh, and that's his genius. So from uh, what I read and uh, watched. And shows uh, he, he was just a man. Thought experimenting. Oh, 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 you can visualize things and uh, maybe come up with an answer to uh, maybe long about uh, basically about any problem. Oh, about anything. Oh, <laughs> and then and like logical steps, mm -hmm. uh, logical steps should bring you to uh, a conclusion which you would have not have uh, intuited from the start. Yeah. But for example, science would um, would um, follow the trail, like mm -hmm. follow the trail, right? It's conclusion. Yeah. And because of okay, you sure like hope, right? Because oh. this is true. And this is true, this is true, this is true. Even we end up with something counterintuitive, mm -hmm. um, it's actually solid because you follow this uh, systematic way. Yeah. Uh, so that's the no, that's the scientific method, diba? In a way, yeah. Uh, um, you know some uh, thing about, uh, uh, I think, the problem uh sa science sustaining science in the Philippines. When I uh, when we studied about the science method in school, uh, it was in Indian eh, what it really meant. I just what uh from what I got during that time was I need to 
memorize these steps and then write it down write, write down the steps during the examination and then pass ka na, diba? without even with but if you i don't think you can be a scientist if you don't fully understand the scientific method diba? Uh, and it's part of the everyone's um uh, should be part of everyone's education, it's such a big part of uh, our work in our history. Uh, but you're right, I think when it's a commentary on science education mm -hmm. um, that we uh, focus on facts and information mm -hmm. rather than the process of science. Uh, uh, just para lang sa mga Let's describe uh, what the, sci the, the scientific method is. <laughs> oh yeah, I have a perfect... Uh, actually, I remember my uh, grade school lesson on scientific mm -hmm. method because I we actually did an experiment mm -hmm. um, with the mongoose. Uh -huh. So you have two mongo uh, plants, they have the same pot, they have the same soil, mm -hmm. and then the seeds, which will also come from the same source, mm -hmm. uh, and then so you plant them, uh, but then you put one under the uh, next to the window, so it gets sun, mm -hmm. and you put one inside the habitat. Wow. Uh, so it's dark, mm -hmm. right? And then you measure how uh, growth. Uh, the, growth, the height of the mongo plant, mm -hmm. right? You actually take a ruler, one of these mm -hmm. plastic rulers, and then you do that at your um, And then you uh, log it, right? Mm -hmm. You uh, compare the measurements, mm -hmm. and then you say that. Um, you actually find that uh, plants that were exposed to the sun grew um, faster or uh, more than the plants that are uh, in the cabinet. And then, of course, you think about the other uh, exam is, of course, you call this uh, control variables and uh -huh. the experimental variable is the exposure to the sun. Because mm -hmm. it's the only, so basically, you keep everything the same with mm -hmm. different. Um, Variables, mm -hmm. uh, except for one, mm -hmm. and then you. Um, so meaning you water it at the same amount. Oh yeah, because you the same. The soil is the same. Uh -huh. The seeds are the same. Yeah, you water it the same. Um, and then when you find the difference, you can say that it's because of the difference in the exposure of the sunlight, sunlight right? So that's mm -hmm. like um, how you test a hypothesis. Mm -hmm. So in this case, the hypothesis is that exposure to sun would make uh, is important for the plants, mm -hmm. uh, and then you actually uh, design an experiment where um, yeah you control everything except for the sunlight, uh, change the sunlight, the amount of sunlight, uh, and then and then so you do an experiment, so you start with the hypothesis, the scientific method, but you start with the hypothesis. Mm -hmm. You design an experiment to test a hypothesis, mm -hmm. and then you do measurements. Mm -hmm. uh, that's where data comes in because that's data. Ah, you do the measurements, the actual the heights, mm -hmm. and then you analyze the data. That's data science. Uh, you know, yeah. call it that way. And then um, then you make conclusions. <laughs> uh, and the conclusion is that you either um, um, confirm your hypothesis mm -hmm. or 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 don't. So if there is no difference, then you say your hypothesis is wrong because what you actually observe, what you actually measure, is that it doesn't make a difference. But if you observe a difference, 
uh, then you can conclude that the structure of the sunlight um, uh, affects uh, the growth of the um, how, how unfortunate is it that this is not uh, ano, uh, na parang communicated properly? And what do you think is the yeah, problem? It's hard to, yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to assess the uh, data. Um, of course, we can do better at many things. Uh, maybe so even I. But science is one of the big, uh, big ones. Um, because I think it affects your mindset you're thinking about the world, not just um, not just for science, not just to become a scientist, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, as an uh, educated citizen in the world, yes. uh, how you critically think, how you, how you, for example, um, you look for evidence, <laughs> uh, why do we believe what we believe, mm -hmm. for example. And so, it's not, yeah, it's not, it's, yeah, I think it's not too far stretched to, to go to fake news, for example. Uh, or, yeah. Or, or, um, um, yeah, or um, critical thinking, uh, because um, because that's what science teaches you, right? Teaches you to um, test ideas. Test, yeah, to test the ideas before to, believing. Before believing, right? Yeah. And, and a healthy dose of skepticism. Um, I think couldn't hurt. Yeah, couldn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Grabe, no? Uh, even I. Parang siguro, it took me a while na parang it's it's more than just um memorizing uh a set of words diba? a few sentences and uh, it's it's very profound eh? scientific method it's parang it's life changing if you can follow it it's, I think it's a philosophy can do it with your own life, right? Oh, for right. example, if you want to lose weight, or if you want to get better at your job, or mm -hmm. um, then you have a hypothesis, right? Yes. Uh, okay, maybe it's the gut tea. That's it. <laughs> this is why I'm not uh, losing weight, right? Uh, and so you just try it, you do an experiment for a month, you don't drink milk tea, and you measure your weight. And you can actually plot it, right? You can Excel, you can plot it, and you can see the effect. Um, and I'm sure um, it oh, would be better than um, the not knowing. The not the not knowing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you, if science would solve the weight loss problem, then it would have been solved. No, I mean it's more psychology and all of that. Oh, but it's, I'm just saying that it's just to also uh, put it in perspective. It's just one way. Of Um, in this moment, we will have that, right? If you were born uh, thousands of years ago, 
would have been part of our uh, civilization's uh, knowledge. But today, it's so... Um, and everyone is, of course, well-talking uh, uh, invited to uh, party. And even maybe to, to join the... Uh, of course, this is uh, recruitment team, right? We need more people yes. to, keep, to keep it going because um, yeah, it's actually dangerous times. And, um, yes, it is. Um, <laughs> if you don't believe in climate change, for example, then um, even if uh, all the science points to... <laughs> uh, well, um, I remember what Neil deGrasse Tyson says. Um, it's... Uh, um, for ordinary people, but okay, you believe what you want, but don't don't uh, get into the business of uh, handling, to, of being the one to decide for everybody. Decide, right? <laughs> right. 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 This is the, the best, um, yeah, the, the best um, tool set in the way that we have, right? And if we don't um, rely on it, if we don't use it, then it's our fault. I mean, it's humanity's, uh, but maybe that's our. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe that's well. That would make a difference. However, you put it, that would make a difference between succeeding as a civilization. Maybe there are millions of other civilizations. Before we can go to the warp drives, <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> we gotta like, get through like these first. Yeah, it's like it's test, right? Uh -huh. Do you make it or not? If not, then we're dead. Oh, right. Not even above the sun. I'm going to go let it. That's exactly what Marie's Marie B, our good friend Marie B said. That we need to encourage more people to get into to get into the sciences. There's also um, I uh, read about uh, well, I was uh, looking up things about you when I invited you. But uh, what I found out is that you you left the U.S. to you basically you came back. Came back, yeah. You came back because uh, you want to be part of, of, uh, of, uh, of uh, what do you call that? Oh, we're here. Yeah. yeah. Can you tell us about that? What kind of next generation mm -hmm. scientists? Uh, but also because I just missed the book, right? Mm -hmm. So I grew up here. And then I just I went to the, I went to pursue. Graduate school, mm -hmm. maybe to become to get training as a scientist. Mm -hmm. um, and then, um, well, I call it an early midlife crisis. <laughs> I was 26, but um, basically, I already asked the questions of what, what is it all for, right? Okay. Um, and that led me to uh, seriously consider coming back early, mm -hmm. uh, maybe earlier than. Uh, but yeah, earlier than others, because okay. others would be to retire and then come back, right? Um, because that's what the uh, for does, right? Um, but for me, I think that question came earlier. Um, yeah, most people, right, they, 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 they work there, they spend their productive professional life there, scientists also. Um, and then when the retirement comes, then they ask, you know, what is this all for? And then they want to continue. And they do, and they do, and they share. Like, very glad that they do. Uh, but for me, it's just like if I do that anyway in 30 years, um, why don't I do it now and then spend my productive professional life here? Um, at least that was the idea. Actually, I have to say that it's 
stepping up well. Mm -hmm. um, that uh, was more interesting, in fact, than what I imagined, because I imagined just saying that. But I ended up um, having more uh, opportunities and experiences outside the academy. So now I work also consulting for industry and then doing this outreach. And now even on TV with the Knowledge Channel uh, hosting a uh, gig uh, to, yeah, to spread science and to show that science is fun and, um, and um, not uh, memorization of facts. Tell us about your show with the Knowledge Channel. Yeah, it's a cool concept. Um, it's called Science Sess. Um, and in every episode, there, there are short episodes, like three minute episodes. In every episode, we do an experiment. Um, these are like uh, system experiments that anyone can do at home and that students can do in the classroom. Mm -hmm. um, so, for example, we have an experiment where we have. Um, oh, uh, um, Ano yung mga topics na kinakover dun sa show? Um, so we have phosphorescence. Uh, wow, uh, what's that? Concept. <laughs> so it's like drawing the dark. Yeah? Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a drawing the dark paint, and then you actually um, uh, do the experiment, and then they explain uh, what phosphorescence is. Maybe from the ilaw yung mga paint. So, um, um, and then there's a question. Kung ano mangyayari. So before we do the experiment, we say, ano kaya ang mangyayari? And then letter A. Uh, oh, ito, okay. B, ito, C, ito. So scenarios. And then we ask to think about it. And then, and then you actually do the experiment. And then you see, uh, ah, ito na yung mangyayari. And then you explain. And then, um, of course, um, hopefully that triggers enough curiosity for the viewer or the student to explore more on the Is it already showing? Uh, yeah, I just started the showing um, at certain times in Knowledge Channel, like in between shows. I think it's showing three times. I don't remember now. It's like 9, 30, 4, 30, 7, 30, What's the title again? But maybe you can even find uh, an image and of that. And you can actually um, show the link. Um, sorry. And then you'll um, upload to YouTube also. Mm -hmm. Sciences, you know? Sciences. Ah, sciences. Sabi ng science. science. Yeah. <laughs> science. Yes. Ah, okay. uh, sciences. Rainer, give me Rainer. Knowledge channel. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry. Ah. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. But that's it. You saw the yeah, the clip layer teaser. Yeah. Ah, okay. So give me another. Ooh. Yeah, that's capillary action. That's the phosphorescence. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. So they'll be uploading episodes also to YouTube. Uh, in the knowledge channel. YouTube channel. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. So, yun, manat kayo <laughs> show ni, uh, ni, ni uh, Dr. Rayna Reyes. Yeah, for the cases. What, uh, what, what else do you want to say? Ah, okay. Um, yeah, this and then we have uh, also um, <clears throat> advocacies. Yeah, the least advocacies to, yeah, to, to, to spread uh, 
um, the world of science and that scientists are, are cool people and that we exist. So I also have a blog. Mm -hmm. It's called Pinoy Scientists. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it's just PinoyScientists.com. And there's also a Pinoy Scientists Facebook page. And every week we post a profile of a scientist who happens to be Filipino. And then they tell us about their work and what they do and um, their stories. Um, so to show um, that yes, we exist and that there are many different ways to get there, there are so many different fields. Uh, depending on your interests, their experiments, so they are experimentalists, they are theorists, they are geologists. Um, and then you can actually reach out to them. Uh, you realization from my own UA story for earlier, but because there are no role models, um, even a kid who is curious about science wouldn't think that it could be a, a serious career. Yeah. And so this is part Especially of that. Here, no? mm -hmm. So this is part of that to show them that there are opportunities and role models who can help them. What What would your message to parents would be? Ah, uh, yes, it's really but you're you're right. You got uh, right to the heart of it because I know that because not we know here in the Philippines, parents make uh, still the biggest influence on, oh, yeah. on the career. Like choice of course, oh, and, all that. and then when you see physics, uh, mm -hmm. um, and there's nothing wrong with the teaching, right? Oh. But but science, I mean, sci scientists teach is what we do, we teach, but we also do at the same time, we do research, mm -hmm. um, yeah, to discover these new things to study our environment here, air pollution. Uh, Jenny is uh, studying the air pollution in in Manila, which is really bad. Um, and we need people to do that, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I guess um, be more open-minded and explore um, the careers of uh, people in science <coughs> and training science. Because even if you are uh, you are training science and you don't necessarily become a science researcher. It just opens up a world of opportunities uh, for you, um, even in um, technical or even non-technical careers. So, um, yeah, maybe I guess the message is just to be more open-minded, and then maybe just as my parents did, is to look for um, role models of people um, like me or like us uh, here in computer scientists that have. Parang, um, led successful and fulfilling careers in the sciences. <laughs> it does not, it's a, I guess it's, I understand where it's coming from because it's, a, it's like, it's like, I understand because, for example, I want to be a doctor. Mm -hmm. um, I understand this because, you know, um, we all need doctors, right? At some point in our lives, mm -hmm. we went to the doctor <laughs> and then the doctor helped us. It's very direct, right? Or a uh, lawyer. Uh, at some point in their lives, we would be a lawyer and we would go to a lawyer and they would help us. Mm -hmm. So, an architect is the same, right? Mm -hmm. If you want to build a house, you need an architect. So, so, I sort of understand why these professions are more popular or more easy to relate to or to understand, right? Mm -hmm. say, a scientist, like, never in my life do I go to a scientist for help. Oh, and man, it's, no. it's like, because you know, because that's not what we do, you know? always just based on education right mm -hmm. but but that's not what we do that's not mm -hmm. what scientists do right scientists 
are also educators, but that's another role aside from their uh, role as scientists. And the role of the scientists is to understand phenomena um, uh, nature and to understand, so yeah, if it's light, it's genes, and it's biology, if it's um, um, stars, and galaxies, and it's physics, um, if it's fundamental particles, etc. So, by its very nature, it's really not something that directly um, like relates or helps another person. But when you think about it, um, all the things that you use or what the doctor uses actually was developed by a scientist. MRI machine, for example, oh, is based on the science that a scientist, a physicist, a physicist came up with. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And so what we find is that um, the impact, um, yeah, the impact is is um, it's not immediate, mm -hmm. uh, but it's you know it's breakthrough. It's a breakthrough, right? Because before you cannot see what's in your brain, now you can. Um, and so it's more abstract. So that's, uh, I guess. It's part of the education also, that um, so sometimes it takes generations, right? It's, it would be that the parents would now um, get their children to be artists, poets. It's also you don't go to a poet. Well, actually, mga artists, problema Right, right. Because mm -hmm. what do you what do you contribute, right? But you contribute deeply. <laughs> yeah, and that's. Happiness is also important, right? fulfillment because you you're happy with what you do. In any in any chosen profession, right? whether you're a musician or anything. And, and the thing is, no one goes into the sciences if they are not um, if they're not happy. Oh, okay. but, I mean, I think that's the selection effect, right? Mm -hmm. Because if you go to a a group of uh, law students or, or, or medical students, mm -hmm. then of course some of them would be, that would be their interest, mm -hmm. that's why they're there, but also a lot of them would just be there because of other reasons, because like parents or something like that. But if you go to a class of physics students, no one told them that they should be there. Right? Uh, so okay. again, it's all, we call it a selection effect because was that your case? Getting Kavan? Yes, of course. I mean, you wouldn't choose this. No, in my case, I mean, of course, it depends on, on, the, on, the, on the physics. But for me, of course, I wanted to do physics. So, um, you would argue that, um, yeah, that, that is, on the other hand, that's why they are so few. Wow. And then you can ask, then maybe 
if, if there were no barriers, then maybe there would be more. Mm -hmm. Because if, if right now the RTC, there actually a lot of, for example, the reach at NIT, in UP, there are like 100 um, uh, freshmen that go to physics. Mm -hmm. That's a lot, right? And they're yeah. all there because they want it. So what more if there are um, uh, less barriers to, 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 to young people who want to pursue because yeah, they watch you the gas Tyson, right? Yeah. I hear, get a lot of messages like people I want to be an astrophysicist, astronomer, I want to be an astrophysicist, I want to be a scientist, uh, but it's more practical yeah, to go into say, engineering or um, some nursing, like a, a practical profession, right? And um, they have to um, um, they have to make a choice. Um, yeah, it's not a, uh, it's not, it's not a choice, but um, well, we, need, we can make it easier. Well, we need the people to, to uh, I don't know, mag, maging, uh, mag pursue for the future than the species, yeah. but, no, I said, for, for the advancement of the human race. I said, scientists all around us, parang right now, like these microphones, parang you just see the, the final product. But inside this is is science that I don't understand. And a lot of research and development is called R and D, right? Yeah. Uh, that goes into uh, improving the, 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 all the technical aspects of it. Yes. And then maybe another thing we're doing to reach out to uh, people about uh, sciences is uh, through art. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is where we actually have the overlap ah, yeah. uh, in the community because I work with uh, artists and scientists and we have a collective called, uh, we're called Trial and Error. Trial and, trial and Error is important to both science and the arts. Mm -hmm. Trial and Error, Art and Science Collective. We also have a Facebook page and we have, um, we make art, um, postcard stickers, Comics, mm -hmm. um, oh, comics that are uh, inspired and based in science. Mm -hmm. So uh, we'll actually be at Comic Cat next weekend. We'll have a booth. So if you're coming by Comic Cat, then please, uh, yeah, uh, uh, say hi and uh, check out our stuff. Comic Cat, by the way, is uh, and uh, uh, twice a year, she, and for summer and chaka around this time of November, October. Mm -hmm. October. And uh, it's a uh, comic at parang indie market show of uh, local creators, Pinoy comics. So if you're the minister of comics, you're not familiar with this. Uh, there's a thriving uh, comics scene in the Philippines, and it is uh, well, ang proponents nitong comic at are the guys behind the Comic Con as well. That's Comic Con with a K, yung uh, Comic Con ng Pilipinas, and uh, yeah, and uh, they're. Uh, they're, they've been at it for more than a decade, I think 15, 16 years yeah, now. Yeah, it's very and, popular, a lot of people come to yeah. And we're, we're happy because we get like people who, when they don't expect to see science there, and then they say, oh wow, we see the elements, because we have like postcards of the different elements, mm -hmm. so they look for their favorite element, we also have the planet, and they look for their favorite planet, and so we see um, directly how art, um, Make science uh, more approachable and, and fun, which is uh, what we do. 
Wow. That, thanks for <laughs> for that effort. So, anyway, is this your idea or? Um, yeah, we started. Yeah, it started with just this idea that you can use uh, art to uh, spread science, uh, and then we got a bunch of science and artists together. So we have like uh, eight, uh, around eight people in our um, founding members, mm -hmm. and then from there, it sort of spread now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Of course. Uh, <laughs> Mentioned some of them, and uh, I know that uh, that uh, may, some of them are science nerds as well. <laughs> <laughs> like like uh, my pal Julius, he's uh, a Villanueva, right? He's a dinosaur. Oh, dinosaur. Um, the weather has been not very kind to <laughs> both of us. My last question, about uh, I think uh, one, of, one of the things that uh, really about me with the size of again. Um, that really captured me. This is a cosmic perspective uh, mm. um, idea, mm -hmm. um, the, which is uh, um, looking through through uh, things in a cosmic way. Mm. Now, uh, the the largest picture possible. Mm. Okay. What what are your thoughts about that? Uh, yeah, I think I think it's also potentially uh oh, it's just, I actually so I sorry, I had a lot of thoughts yeah, yeah, I'm actually yeah. just teaching this 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 sem this semester. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm teaching I'm teaching a course called cosmology. Mm -hmm. Um but it's actually a philosophy course mm -hmm. in Ateneo. So I'm teaching it with a philosophy professor, okay. Professor Mike Mariano. Um, but our take on it is that, yeah, we take, our take on it is that um, we discuss the science, mm -hmm. uh, the scientific theories, um, and even with uh, uh, yeah, um, scientific uh, ideas. And then and then we also discuss the philosophical ideas. Because cosmology is yeah, bigger than the science, right? I mean, if we're talking about the whole. Mm -hmm. So in philosophy, cosmos is order mm -hmm. and the whole. It's not necessarily um, the universe as, as we know it, mm -hmm. but of course, in our modern scientific understanding, this is the universe uh, as we know it. But then we also discuss the multiverse, the multiverse idea that mm -hmm. our universe could just be one universe out of many, many, maybe an infinite. Um, number of uh, possible universes and what does that mean right what does it mean for for, for us for human lives 
there's even this idea of parallel universes where you have different versions of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so all of these um, ideas I think challenge, challenge, challenge us, uh, and challenge these uh, young students to to confront, to confront the um, their existence. Um, and I think ultimately it's um, it's um, humbling. Yes. Um, looking at things from a perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, you will realize how small we are, right? And we are on one rocky planet in this big, big speck of dust. And then, even in time, you know, our life, uh, our our time scales are weeks, years, even. But then, a lifetime is like uh, eighty years. If you're lucky, right? Uh, but in cosmology, we talk about billions. Well, we know that the big bang happened. Um, 13.8 billion years ago. And um, in that time scale, you know, one lifetime is a blink of an eye. Right? And so um, it really puts things in a different perspective. And oh, again, uh, it doesn't solve your problems, but it gives uh, it's another way of looking at, at your life and yourself. And so um, I think um, I think I think we're doing a good job of doing that for the course um, so far, and um, um, and then I guess it's an invitation for everyone to to get. I mean, um, because these ideas are out there, mm-hmm. and there's no no more barriers to to accessing them because the internet and um, books, and of course, here in the course we actually make it systematic and. We have to choose the materials for them, um, and then we have to write reflection papers and all that, essays and all that. But basically, it's an invitation for anyone to, to 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 take these ideas seriously and then see see uh, maybe hopefully broaden their uh, perspective. Would you recommend the <laughs> Would you recommend the people to adhere to that? <laughs> To cosmic perspective uh, philosophy um it's i mean it's not a philosophy right i mean that's it's actually um it could be dangerous right because if you think about the logical conclusion uh, you might end up uh, with a list ah, yeah. which is like nothing matters so why don't i just kill myself or so. but, but, but science okay. doesn't tell you that science mm-hmm. doesn't have doesn't tell you what to do, and this is the, this is right. This is the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Science doesn't tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. Science just says, okay, you observe, and then uh, maybe a and yeah, this is galaxies, and you know this is how big mm-hmm. the universe is. We know how the age of the universe is, and so you take that uh, as you will. But I'm saying that you cannot be blind and not consider that, right? Mm-hmm. So you consider that, and then you see um, how you move forward. But science will not tell you how to move forward. Um, in fact, science, when people have used science to, uh, to, to tell you what to do, then it's too bad. It's really bad. Okay. Uh, well, you know, I, uh, the Nazis and all of that. But basically, I'm saying that science does not tell you what to do, right? Um, but um, it gives you this perspective. Hopefully, you can take and do something. Uh, Good with your life. 
and it's really lovely. Because me is not the logical conclusion of and you can get out of it, uh, and you can still be a scientist, and you can still be uh, 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 um, um, a, a, a broad thinker. And in fact, I think that's a cycle. Even more of a if you can, you know, if you can um, truly understand all of the, all of the, all of the, uh, the cosmic uh, and, and the scientific uh, perspective, but also see that this one part of life, then, then, um, then you become a more mature person. Uh, um, versus the person who doesn't have that, and then versus the person who, who just has that, right? Uh, because it's also the danger, right? You, you just accept that as, uh, as, as, as the whole, or as, 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 as everything. And so, yeah, I guess intention is to, 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 to partake in that, to sustain that seriously, but also not to get stuck there. Uh, because uh, life is bigger than the science. Uh, yeah. That's why your podcast has all these other guests uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> from different things. Right? And because that's what human, uh, it's being human is all about. Like science is just one part of being human. And so, if everyone can be part of that, because they're all people. Uh, but it's not the identity of the We need all of it. We need scientists, we need artists, yes. we need um, good leaders, um, good politicians, we need good entrepreneurs. Um, and so, we want to build a site where um, we have all these uh, talents being, you know, um, hopefully manifested in the world. Yeah, and uh, hopefully uh, made into good use. But as it's the reader, I'm not sure. Yeah, technology can be used for any purpose. Yeah. 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 What, well, so, um, one thing that, um, one take on the cosmos perspective is uh, uh, sometimes you mga problema mo pa, so some stresses. Uh, pero if you look, let, let's say, yung mga, um, ang example niya always has been when, uh, when man, the first astronauts, uh, got, got of the earth as a whole, and all of a sudden there were no borders dividing the countries, and it's just there. It's just there. It is one whole planet, and then all of a sudden, all of, and everything, everyone that you know is in that in that uh, rock floating in space, and then uh, it's uh, uh it's a, it's probably uh, uh a surreal experience in Papa. <laughs> but and, you, and now we just take it for granted that it's uh -huh. part of the environmental and the uh, Earth's uh, conservation movement. Mm -hmm. uh, because it's a realization that it's all that's all there is, right? Yes. But now we have Papa. So. <laughs> <laughs> could you, could you yeah. have a little bit of words with that? Flattered Earth, so I'm going to do it. What can you say? You have a picture of Earth. It's round. But then, yeah, I mean, that's why 
That's why this is important, right? Yeah, that, that's why. Um, because science is not. Uh, because science is really counterintuitive. Uh, because when you look at it, it's flat, right? Oh no! In the millennia, they thought it was flat, right? Because it is out of years, right? Yes. How can you tell me otherwise? It's flat, right? Uh, that's what common sense tells you. Yeah, uh, exactly. So science is not common sense, and that's. Uh, and that's that's its power. Also, that's why it's not. You have to educate yourself. You have to learn. You have to, you have to do the work. And and now it's just, just a lot of people don't want to do the work, right? And that's it's a problem. And it's not just for scientists, for anything, right? You don't do the work. You don't get better. You don't get smarter. You don't get uh, more mature. Um, and so. In a way, it's not surprising to me because you know, look at it, it really looks flat. <laughs> On the other hand, they come up with all this. I, I haven't really done this research, uh, but I find it there. It's like a conspiracy theory, uh, right? It and is, it is. And all of that. Um, so it's actually interesting from the point of view of, um, of, 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 of but, um, cognitive. Like, what does it take to be? Why do people need to be? And then you go get uh, all of that. Um, but yeah, actually, we need to understand that better also because, um, so that we care somehow. Maybe it's a psychological issue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a yeah. Like the need to believe, uh, uh, explain the world, um, or just to stand out. Uh, <laughs> to know something that others don't know. <laughs> But I'm sure there are, I'm sure there are. But how frustrating is it that uh, at this day and age, uh, with the, all the photos and the, all of the technology that we have, well, it's, yeah, it's actually interesting. For, um, and this is the only one, I mean, mm -hmm. it's always been there, but it's just this particular one, it's, it's really just So yeah, actually, in the large scheme of things, I don't think it's a, you know, like we said, uh, as long as you don't make decisions. But I don't know where that goes, and maybe in the next generation that a flat earth becomes president or something. Oh, no, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, at this day and age, everything's possible. Right? Um, no. The, I know, this is possible to hear the Skyly, Skyly Irving Beta. Jordan? But anyway, it's not the same. It's like there's a group of people who The dinosaurs are fake. No pets. Something like this. There are dinosaur deniers, didn't they? Have you heard of them? Oh, the dinosaur deniers. Yeah, I haven't heard of that, but I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure. And uh, the, the, the silliest I've uh, seen the, the forest deniers. And the uh, there are no forests because the real forests were giant trees and they were all cut down by giants. Okay. And their evidence is the no, yung, yung mga mountains na cut cut yung top. <laughs> A tree stumps though, yun. Oh, <laughs> check, check mo ngayon, yun, yun, yun. There, there are no forests. The, I-Google mo lang yun. Okay. Uh, may, mayroon sa Google nun, Google Images. 
There are no forests. Forest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people have been growing up in cities, so they have that too forest. Images no doubt. Ah, it's Ayan, Ayan. <laughs> But it's also the flat earthers. Yeah, Eric the Bay. Eric the Bay is the siya mga pasimuno niyan. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, okay, and they are also going. there are UFO and aliens. I mean, that's another big uh, community. Yeah. Uh, well, at least, at least it's uh, no, it's uh, fascinating, diba? It's, it's fun. This is just plain silly, diba? All right. If it's Bigfoot, at least it's uh, interesting. It, uh, diba? uh, diba? If it's messy, it's masaya, it's <laughs> so yeah, they, they're saying that these are giant trees, okay. and uh, all of these trees uh, these were cut. Oh, uh, uh, just silliness. Tapos nakasa natural rock formations. Anyway. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, no. I mean, yeah. There's so much. Uh, Meron ng flat Earth uh, but, because of YouTube, yeah, but, uh, okay. anyway. <laughs> yeah. What else? Uh, Hello, flat earthers. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> a question. Make place a question. Si, oh my God. Um, my previous guest, uh, uh, Mr. Keith Sikat, of uh. He, he he was the director of uh, Anime Mom, the Oh wow. Yeah, he, he, he was here. Wow. He was here. He was like oh, my, my <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, seen. so so the collective is seeing if you can arrange a viewing. Ah, really? Yeah. Ah, yeah. Hey Keith, show <laughs> show Ali Mom and uh, where that can you read the questions? Question. Question. Are there manifestations of certain theories? Such as too many words or parameters, yeah, separate web being exactly. Um, but can you perceive measure together? Ah, uh, like deja vu. Could it be a manifestation of like parameters? Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, I guess the, the straightforward scientific answer is that this is no. So, um, scientifically speaking, actually, that's the problem with these ideas of multiverse as mm -hmm. multiverse. Uh, and there are many versions, and actually, yeah, those are interesting ones. Because they've been, they're inspired, or I mean, it's like, um, okay, so let's say, for example, this, um, um, universes that are written by It's a possibility in the scenario of, uh, scaling theory, um, scenario where you have more than three spatial dimensions, you have this ten, one dimensional universe uh, where you have 10 spatial directions and one uh, high direction instead of what we see as three plus one, right? We just have three dimensions, high dimension, But in theory, itself is not, um, has not been um, confirmed uh, experimentally. And we cannot do it because means um, we need to um, probe super small scales uh, and for that we need big uh, energies that, that we need they say uh, you need essentially the analogy says we need the uh, so that's an energy system mm -hmm. which we should be able to have 
universe. Um, but the same thing, of course, is that we don't understand consciousness. Right? Uh, so that's the big um, question mark. Uh, it's still, um, yeah, it's like a whole degree of science. So it's to understand consciousness. Uh, and of course, that's, that's a fascinating uh, thing. Uh, and even in their classes, it's like, it, it's speaking out of what consciousness is what your travel is always something mm -hmm. like um but we don't know we don't know so so right now it's like everything um um very um, speculative uh in general as i said yeah it's usually not connected because it's small uh, yeah uh, uh, because the scientific is still the scientific state for a good reason. It's just uh, neurons firing. But then, why do we, what do we perceive us? And then they go by. So, yeah, so this is bringing us to philosophy. <laughs> but basically, the answer is that um, there are no manifestations, uh, there are no physical. Um, oh, the question is there are manifestations that are psychological? Yeah, the answer is no. The expectation of scientists is that we can prove these um, theories through um, yeah, cosmological observations, astronomical observations, cosmic microwave background, um, or uh, the, accelerometers of, of the, uh, the accelerators of the future. Um, but that's our current uh, 21st century understanding of science, which is completely very different from. Uh, next century. Next just, century. Yeah. Just a few decades. Yeah. That's the that's the best thing about science. Um, if uh, if you don't if, even the brightest scientists, kung nila alam, they don't have sufficient data, they will not say they know, mm. Unlike uh, on on other institutions, mm. Uh -huh, so that's, uh, that's and it's a part and it's the nature of science that it progresses, mm -hmm. which which is a bit powerful in a way because what we know now, you know, Galileo didn't know. Yes. Right? Oh, Even at the height of his you know, uh, that era. And then yeah, and then that gives us that's that's why we say we are humble enough to say that there's so much we don't know and that the next generations will could uh, uh probably and we hope it's uh, the message of science. I, I think is uh, that uh, when you don't know, you ask questions, and then if you if you have the fortitude to to uh, I mean, do experiments and do things, and then find something, figure something out, and then in the world, and then they do that. And science fiction, of course, is also a very fascinating role uh, because it could take us to uh, a lot of theories uh, have started from science fiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, um, yeah, it pushes, it pushes the science to sometimes uh, logical um, um, extremes, for example, or, or just uh, exploring different possibilities. So yeah, looking forward to seeing that.
Oh yeah, uh, please, <laughs> please do the arrangements. I'm sure he 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 would gladly show that film to anyone who would sit down and watch. I'm sure. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, so uh, uh, I'll just invite you next time again. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully well, we can do this again one of these days. And uh, like I said, I am very honored to have you as my guest in my little podcast uh, thingy. <laughs> and uh, yes, and uh, uh, yeah, thank you for for coming back home. And uh, it is, uh, I mean, it's a huge thing that I mean, not a lot of people were actually surprised that we have an actual physicist in Filipina. Diba? <laughs> it's a uh, shepherd, diba? Um, uh, the, if there's a stereotype, uh, we would think men would be the ones. But uh, here you are, and you are, and you you have accomplished a great uh, a great feat with what you did. And uh, right now you're, you're you're in data science, diba? Maybe we can discuss that next time. Ang haba na no? Ang haba na. Ang haba na. Alright, so um, uh, thanks everyone who watched. Um, you can, if you're if you're just watching right now, you can, you can, uh, this is, this is going to be recorded, so you can watch again later. And uh, again, if you enjoyed, please share. It's not, how many times have you seen <laughs> an, a, a, an actual scientist being interviewed on anywhere in the uh, Filipino scientists at that, and uh, and uh, this is a this is a uh, I always say this, and um, uh, this is why I created this podcast to to have people like you that needs to that has wonderful messages and powerful messages, uh, and uh, who who rarely gets the, the avenue to, to discuss these things. <laughs> yes. And then, you know, sound bites. Yes. So, <laughs> hopefully, 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 and, uh, yes. Thank you. Thank you, Reina. It's an honor. And, uh, with that, Powerful Comics Man Podcast. Bye-bye. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> <That's crazy. Yeah. laughs>